Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1990s Death by Temptation, do me a solid favor. Pause this. Go check it out. It's currently uh, free on Tubi. And come back and join us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out here. That's uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we are out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by Rockstar Energy Drink. And as always, we are powered by you, the listeners, the fans. Without you guys, we couldn't do anything. Shout out to you guys. We appreciate you. You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody. To a dope as fuck edition of Cold 45. I'm your host, Beating Down. Today I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, we are still, still rolling hard and rolling like gangsters for Black Horror Month. We're getting it in. Uh, Randy, what are we doing this week? Doing Death by Temptation. <laughs> Jesus. Yo. Boo. What is that? Is it Robin Williams a black person? That was terrible. Yep, that's exactly what it was. It was like the whitest black person you could think of. Yeah, that was that was awful. That was fucking awful. Um, yeah, man, I'm I was actually excited to do this because uh for me, my first impression, I actually walked away out uh from this movie when I was a little kid. My parents rented it. Uh I saw Samuel L. Jackson. I was confused what the fuck was going on. I, I didn't like how hazy it looked, and I just, I just went to go play video games. No, <laughs> like I was just like, meh. I'm gonna go play video. I'd rather play uh, Sonic or some shit, and I just I yeah. dipped. So that happened. Uh, what about you, Rando? So when I turned this on this morning, oh shit! Yeah, it was it was quite an experience to be like, hey, Lord Kaufman. Okay. I know what kind of craziness I'm about to get into. That's good to know. I don't. I wouldn't consider this a trauma film, honestly and truly. No, uh, I feel like it's just like he helped out. He he got a producer credit, and that was it. Yeah, I, I really could not like wholeheartedly call this a trauma film. Like I, when I think of trauma, I think about you know the past shit we did, like you know Luther the Geek, Killer Nerd, yada yada yada, right. stuff like that. But they're like Salt Bay type of like trauma on there not a lot just a little <laughs> bit just the tiniest bit it's all over the plate but not really on the meat just right <laughs> just yeah everywhere else i'm like okay. yeah louis kaufman mm, mm, here we, mm, there it is but yeah 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 um i'm actually excited to do this <laughs> movie uh uh watching it was an experience for me most deaf let's just kick it off chantwe yours I put in my notes, um, god damn, we didn't get one minute into this movie. We already have a bartender who's irresponsible with his dick telling a chick to get an abortion with the same cadence you would tell somebody to pick up some Taco Bell later. God damn. Yep. Jesus. I mean that's how they roll. <laughs> savagery. The absolute savagery of this bartender who looks like a Billy D. Williams light. Like if Lando Carissian had a son. Or a great grandfather, because you know, however or time really works. Shitty brother, <laughs> the shittiest of shitty brothers. My brother Lando, he runs the gas planets. I'm over here in the dirt, busting off and chicks, mud. And not claiming them, because he's like, send me the bill, and the check will be in the mail. Stop your whining, and then hangs up the phone. Immediately gets a call from his other bitch, mm-hmm. who is like, okay, so not only. Not only is he just going raw in the 90s, which is super dangerous right now in that period of time. Still near the 80s. He's being haphazard with that, but like he's also dabbling with a dude's wife. But not typical smashes somebody's wife. This is he he's taking cuck to Super Saiyan five levels here, folks. Ultra instinct level cucking right here. Cause not only does he want to enter this dude's wife? He wants to wear this motherfucker's clothes whilst he does it. God damn! Jesus! Yeah. That is savagery. Like, was he like uh, an actor? Was it like William Shatner's wife? Or was it like... Because he made a Star Trek reference. And I thought yeah, maybe he was that. Or <laughs> or he was just like... Or it was just like an admiral or some kind of like a, a naval man who's like, I'm just going to be a captain. I'm going to wear his clothes. Nah, you, you, you went... Uh, 
You were too busy trying to figure out what the captain. It was literally just to say he's gonna go where no man has gone before. He's gonna fuck her in the butt. Yeah, that's what I got the butt sex reference. But yeah. I was just like, no, just strictly he went. He took that long road just to say he's gonna have butt sex while wearing uh, her husband's clothes. Okay. He is a piece of shit. Maybe he's a fireman and he's a fireman captain. Uh, dude, who? Let it go. <laughs> why, why are you? I was curious what kind of captain it was. You got because there's a lot of captains. <laughs> he's the captain of butt fucking, dude. I don't know. He, he's Captain Buttfuck. Captain Buttfuck. That's the worst cereal of all time. It tastes just like it smells, kid. Jesus Christ! It sticks to the roof of your mouth instead of cut it. Anyway, <laughs> gross chocolate uh, chunk flavor. Uh, I regret this. I regret this bit. So, <laughs> so out of nowhere. We got this fine honey. Tenderoni, if you will. Now, your boy, the bartender, shuts everything down, and he proceeds to lay the Mac down with this chick, right? Right. And uh, she basically like, yo, just come through and let's smash. He's like, bet. This chick is beautiful. Not gonna yeah. lie. This is a beautiful woman. God damn it. What was her name? It's uh, Cynthia Bond? Yep, Cynthia Bond. Have you seen what she looks like now? No. Fantastic. What? Oh, really? She looks fantastic. Yeah, good good on her. She uh she's an author now, dude. She um she actually got up in the Oprah Book Club and she's like she has like a best selling book. Oh cool. I think it's her Whoa, Ru- Ruby. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she looks she looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. Damn, she lives in Texas too? Well, um no, she, she's from she's from Hempstead, but she uh she actually oh, she's, she, she, she's in LA. She's in LA. That's probably why she's still in shape cuz she's uh she's not eating her food yeah. down here cuz it's 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 a goddamn trap down here, dude. <laughs> That's fair. Cheap rent and food is delicious. I know, right? <laughs> so the next day, Bartender's mm-hmm. rolling through. Now I, I got to get props to whoever's the actor is playing. Well, he's been in several movies. Uh, the bartender. Uh, he's been in. Uh, She's got to have it. Uh, Five heartbeats. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. So like, this dude's actually. I'm really entertained by this cat, and I'm I'm sad knowing that he's not gonna last long in this flick. Yeah. But he rolls through. He gets into bed and shit. <laughs> this is this is like the most nineties, nineties movie like I've ever seen. Like the music and everything, bro. And he gets into bed in the full like. I the, thought it was the room for a second there because of the canopy bed with the white sheets, and I was just like, "Is Tommy Wiseau going to come out of the corner or some shit?" Because I was like, it was like that same setup, like just all the sh- the, the veils and like the slow like. And the music underneath, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Man, she's so hot, but why is her mirror covered?" And I'm just like, "Oh, okay, it's one of those movies." Doesn't yeah. matter, bro. Pussy's a foot. Fuck it. <laughs> Pussy is a foot, and we got Ashford the Simpson playing, bro. So, uh, don't matter. I like how he, when he got in the bed, he's like, "I could tell by I could tell a lot about a lady from her bed. I could tell that you a stone cold freakazoid." <laughs> Well, he's got that right, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He held that on the head. All right. So, bartender's dick's way too hard to notice uh, that uh, this chick's about to David Carradine this cat. Because, like, every time he tries to make an advance, she's letting him know that she's in fucking control. And then she wraps his belt around this cat's neck. And I'm like, yo, you're in danger, bro. You're in danger, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm, it's not my bag, bro. I'm sorry. Like, it, I mean... It, it, in this climate... You ain't putting nothing around my fucking neck. You put a belt around my neck and tighten that shit? Nah, I'm out. I'm out. Depends on how long we've been. And like, this can't be the first session. Oh, like, fuck. Session number six, maybe. Maybe. 16, bro. Nah. Session 16 for you. Somebody's wearing wearing a a furry tail, session five, and then we're going to collars, session six. Jesus. (laughs) Moving all the way on. So they're getting up in the goddamn shower. They're making sweet. And she gets a dog bowl afterwards. Oops. That is that is disgusting. Um, ugh, Randy. God damn it! I'm having all the ghetto gagger flashbacks now. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of horrific images, uh, now who's a bad bitch? I mean, what? Wow! 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 Um. I don't even know what to do with that, bro. I'm, walk, I'm moving on. I'm just going to walk over that court. Moving on. Shower uh, sticks. Yeah, man. So they're trying to make out in the shower, bro. And then uh, what happens, Randy? 
it becomes the beginning of Blade. Yeah, right. A little, minus a little, techno, a little. Minus the techno music. Yeah. yeah, a little mini, a miniature Blade moment. Blood rains down through the uh, shower head, which is weird. And uh, she's just loving it because that's what she does. And and our boy finally catches wise and tries to get the fuck out. Fuck your clothes. Fuck everything. He's butt ball naked, running for his life. But the door Dick flapping in the wind. <laughs> the <laughs> you can't escape. He gets fucking annihilated. He gets annihilated. Like she's tearing him to fucking shreds. You don't see it happen. You just see the blood um, pour out of the uh, door. And um, him screaming and then like finally hitting the ground horrifically. So um, after all that crazy ass shit, we cut over to uh, North Carolina where we get the uh, preacher dad played by Samuel L. fucking Jackson. Now here's the thing, folks. If you've seen the box art of this, you'll notice that Samuel L. Jackson's head is prominently displayed. He's barely in this movie. I mean, on I like in the one on Google, he's definitely like right there. But in the one on IMDb, it's um the other guy yeah. from a different world. Yep, uh, uh, Kadeem Hardison. Kadeem Hardison. Uh, Dwayne Wade, if you will. But yeah, uh, he is not a prominent character in this. So if you were expecting a lot of Samuel Jackson jokes, not happening. But yes, he's not. I was. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh uh, man. But this is this is back when Sam Jack was just he was just there. Like he he was there and that's it. Like he was doing like coming to America. Uh this uh this is right before uh Do the Right Thing or after? No, it was after Do the Right Thing. I think Jurassic Park was the one where people started to recognize him a lot more. Mm, I think Jungle Fever maybe. He's he's been around, dude. So Yeah. But this is this is when he was still doing his journeyman, just showing up to do whatever the fuck. I, I really think uh, Pulp Fiction was blew, blew him all the way up. Yeah, that's what it was. So like, ninety four. Keep hacking away, bro. You'll you'll make, you'll, you'll break out. So he's like uh, preaching to his son Joel, right? Yeah. And it's this little kid, and we see this mysterious lady like rubbing his shoulders. I don't know if this is actually happening, or if it's like a metaphor for something. I thought it was an actual thing. Like I, I thought it was. It just, but, but he like, Joel didn't react to his shoulders being rubbed, so I'm confused. I, I thought they were. He was being physically haunted by like the the demon. Right. So we smash cut to the dad like leaving Joel with the fucking grandmother, and I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> already. He's like, I'm leaving with your grandmother, and he immediately, for some reason, has his wife in the car with him, and he tries to run over. Uh, the woman in black who's like just shows up manifests out of nowhere and uh that does not work out for them at all no because she like she was in the middle of the street but it was not really the middle it was in front of a tree and then like so he just smashed right into a tree yeah killed both himself and the mom immediately blood everywhere it was it was a it was a wreck and we uh have a quick time jump to joel being a grown-up ass kid and we get a heavy expedition dump from the grandma. Which I promptly then forgot. It was a lot of shorthand. I got it. You know, father was a preacher. You're the last son of the preacher man guy. But there was always this kind of darkness that seemed to be on the fringe around his family. And I was like, okay, good to know. Moving on. I got to give a shout out to... The uh, director and writer of this story, uh, James Bond III, this is a personal story for him. Both his father and his grandfather passed away, and this is kind of like a mirroring of uh, him being the last of the line. Because uh, at the end of the movie, uh, he makes a comment about him being the last one, and it was dedicated to uh, both of them. Oh. So I feel like this was like a, a personal story of his. James Bond III is actually, um, I got to give him props, man, because this is his first movie his directorial debut but we never really see him again but he was actually a child actor like oh. way back in the gap right I, I was really like curious like, what else did he do nothing and i'm no. curious to find out why yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to do some more digging yeah i mean it only made like something like two million but it made like fifty thousand in the first week yeah what so was, was the budget like, though doesn't say i think he turned a profit he had to have anyway so during this ex- expedition, up, you know, is basically he's at the the grandmother made made a, made a uh, comment that now that he's like at this step, that's not it's not a final step, it's actually a crossroad. So he decides to go to New York, 
to where his homeboy K is staying so he can kind of like, you know, not be so sheltered. Learn a little bit more about the world because he has been a sheltered, shut-in kid. You could see it all over this dude's face. Right. And it's like you can't you can't help people through their troubles if you've never actually walked a mile in their shoes, I guess. Right. But dude, this dude looks green, 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 green. Like I bought, I bought this. He looked so out of place. Yeah, he was. He from that country. <laughs> now, I don't know how much of it was like his acting, or that was him trying to be that character. But it's like, yeah, dude, he was fish out of water all the way. He 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 really looked out of place. It was so weird. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly. In comparison, to like the, you know, like because uh, you you have Bill Dunn in here, uh, you know, Kadeem Hardison and stuff. Like they look like completely different people versus James Bond the third, uh, Joel. Yeah, they look very. I don't want to say the word street or urban, but it's the word. No, I'm they just use. look like actual actors. It's, it's, yeah, it's they look like they look. Yeah, he looks like the the guy they found on the street, and the other guys look like they're acting in this movie. So it's like it's weird. Yeah, but it's his movie. <laughs> Yeah. so weird yeah. sometimes like, same, you get the same feeling with like you know uh, M. Night Shyamalan whenever he shows up in his movies it's fair like, fair but like I feel like doing here? I feel like I feel like James Bond uh, uh, the third should have um, I feel like he should have got somebody else to do that role yeah, I don't know I bought it I just I, I bought it at times but like I, I was really trying to figure out like, who is this kid like the whole time I was trying to figure it out it definitely could have been better had it been somebody else. Yeah, if 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 Kadeem was the kid or anybody. Nah, I don't think. No, nah, I like him in the role. Omar Epps? Maybe. Yeah, I buy that one. See? Or uh, what's the Lorenz Tate? Yes, that too. See? So, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I'm not disagreeing. I'm no, just no, like, I know you don't. But it, it might have been like, like it might have been another, like, I had to be in this role, or like, I couldn't find anyone else, and there wasn't a budget for anyone else. Or it's my thing. fucking movie, and I do what the fuck I want. So, either way. That's right. My movie. Hey, I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it. So, we cut to the club where we have a married man on the prowl, and we see uh, the lady again. Um, she's referred to as the Temptress. She has no name. Mm-hmm. She's so hot, nobody bothers to ask. That's terrible. That is really crazy. I love this scene though, because he rolls up on her and um, you know she's kind of into it. He's like, uh, "Let me buy you a drink." He's like, "You like champagne?" She's like, "I love champagne." He's like, "Excellent." And she's like, she immediately asks for Cristal, and I was like, "Oof." Mm. And our boy does a baseball signal to the bartender, like, "No, <laughs> like, no, no, no." And she's going down the list of all the expensive shit. And he's yeah. like, uh, fuck all that. Just get some Andre. And I bust out laughing, dude. That's like dollar store shit. <laughs> <laughs> Andre is like literally like, it's like $3, dude. <laughs> and then he's trying to get a glass. Yeah. Try to get a glass of it. Just get the whole bottle, dude. It's probably, even, even in a club, it's probably $20. It's so cheap. Anyway. So the guy tells her that his name is John. And she's like, well, you look like a Norman to me. He freaks that fuck out a little bit because there's no way that bitch should know his name. Yeah, because she's psychic. She can read people's thoughts and shit. While this yeah. is happening, shout out to uh, Bill uh, Bill uh, Dunn. Mm. Rest in peace, man. Radio Rahim himself. Uh, playing Dougie, who is this dude who has the wackest, wackest of games. And he is just flaming out, lying his ass off. To one of these chicks, but then another chick is like, dude, yesterday he uh whatever fuck last week he lied to me about this. And it's like, ugh. He's just To be sh- fair, I felt the most affinity towards him. I love Dougie. Like, he was my <laughs> spirit animal. <laughs> I, I love Dougie. I love Dougie so much. But I was dying laughing, bro. It was just funny. Like his whole everything he did, every moment of failure mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. So we cut to Norman. Norman takes it back to the crib. He's up in them guts. And like he, the pussy must be fucking phenomenal, cause he is just helpless. Pussy sounds good. He just, oh, oh, cause it was a it was a peacock feather rubbing on his body at first, right? And she's like off camera, right? So you don't know what's happening to his dick. It, it could be just like a a tornado of air just swirling around. I don't know what's happening. No, she's just probably doing the one handed like card shuffle on his balls, and it's just like. <laughs> 
got that master dexterity. Just <laughs> I'm trying to visualize it and I can't. Play, what? Like those Chinese like meditation balls, like clickety clacks? Oh like, no! You said card shuffling. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh, peacock feather turns to a knife. Oh, I saw that coming a mile away. I was like, here, here comes the switcheroo. Right, and he's still with it. He's, he's he's into it, and she is slicing him up. He cannot feel it for some reason. Because she, no, because she, she's that hot, and it's like, how how hot do you have to be that BDSM is not on the table? Like just like, or is, is on the table automatically? Like oh, okay, sure. I mean, does does this count as BDSM when you have a whole rapier <laughs> sliding across a dude's chest? It's like it can be. It's like pirate play. This is some like as. Ask Dicey about blood play sometime. Yeah, so that's a thing. No, I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so many fucking avenues that I will not cross. I just, nah, like, just like that's this is what happens when you don't date white women. You get the <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm good then. I will continue on my path. It's like, yeah, that's fine. That's a door that needs to stay closed. Then fucking ain't right. It does. Um. So he's playing along and shit. So we cut back to Joel, who's having these weird dreams and shit. But he's like, he hits up his homeboy K, who's an actor. Right. I don't feel like that that comes across in this movie. He's like the Nathan Fillion of his own of his own time, but less less popular. Less popular. So like the he's the James Remar of his own time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Uh, but yeah, K's like you can you can absolutely come down, Joel, and hang out. And stay with me, dude. I ain't tripping, man. Because they haven't talked in such a long time. you know. So that was real nice. But then we cut back to Norman. Who, after getting his nut, finally realizes what the fuck is going on. He looks at his body. He, It looks like he's been fucking Wolverine. Yeah. She, fuck, like, how do you not notice that you are getting filleted? And he's like, how am I explaining this to my wife? I will say that I got... Attacked in a in a uh, knife uh, robbery or some shit. I don't know. I, I I'd have to like just go straight Honey to badger. the hospital. Yeah, I I have to go to the hospital immediately and be like, I, I got attacked. I don't know what happened. Like I got attacked by a pack of rats, <laughs> fucking super rats. <laughs> it's funny when we did Blackula and then like right out right around the corner we did Joker and like both were like just ridiculous rat comments. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> Because rats just keep getting the blame of shit that obviously humans have been doing. So what's really crazy is um the temptress is laughing. I mean, literally laughing like you fucked up. Kind of mean. And she's like, oh, nah, that's the least of your fucking problems. I was like, eight? Like, dude, I literally. That's what I was thinking, too. It's like and the fact that she said, nah, you've been infected. And I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. It's an extreme, I guess, allegory for it. Right. Because nobody else gets this. They just die. Like, she just wanted to teach him a lesson. And I thought, I was so confused of what happened with this dude's fate. Because it was so up in the air. Because he was, um, <clears throat> he goes downstairs mad. But then, like, I thought she turned him into a vampire. Because I, I swore on everything she was a vampire. I thought she, she, she's a vampire, right? No. Yeah. No, she's not. She's not a vampire. She is, but she follows vampire rules. No, no, because she can go out in daylight. She's a, but she's a master vampire. No, she's not a vampire at all. She doesn't cast a reflection then. She doesn't cast a reflection, but she's still considered. It's like she's actually the embodiment. And she drinks of, blood. She's the embodiment. No, she doesn't drink blood. She just tears them apart. But she she's the embodiment of um of temptation. She's actually temptation. Okay. Manifested in the flesh. Like she's that's what she she's is. Satan. Yeah, she's a she's a straight up demon. She's just a demon. Yeah. Okay. But uh I thought she was a vampire because I thought she turned uh Norman because I thought he was like burning in the sun. So I I was oh he vaporized in the sun. Yeah. I was absolutely wrong. What happened was he was infected with some weird voodoo disease and he was killed when he got home. His wife shot him in the eye. Headshot. Oh, is that what happened? Yep. When we we'll talk about it when we get uh, when we progress further, but yeah, he got shot by his wife. That's how he died. Okay, hilarious. So the temptress once again is back at the club, mm. and we got Dougie out here still swinging and fucking missing. But 
he knows not to fuck with her. Because <laughs> I thought Dougie was like, I've been hitting on every woman out here, and she's the only one who got me, who gave me a little inch, and that made me fucking nervous. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know something, something's terribly wrong. Like I, I, I come here to bomb every night. That's the plan. Got to practice my routine for my stand-up. Oh yeah, there was a gay dude earlier mm. uh, in this in this uh, scene uh, in the previous scene uh, with the uh, married guy when he showed up hitting on her, and the gay dude. Is basically kind of just standing by the temptress, right? Right. And she chats it up with him, and she hits on him so hard that he considers going the other way immediately. Yeah. Uh, and, and, it, and it kind of shook him up a little bit. He was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus. But Kay comes into the building, and she calls an audible, and she goes right after Kay. Because this is when, um, that's right, because, uh, this is before Joe, like Joe's coming to New York, but like Kay, Kay, I guess just wanted to get a drink or something and chill out a bit before he went to go uh, meet up with Joel. Right. So she recognizes him and she's like, uh, oh, I want an autograph uh, for her little brother, Jay. And I realize she must know that there's a connection between Jay, uh, Joel and uh, Kay. Yeah, because she can see her, like the... She can see into the person's mind. She knows what their heart's desire is. And like, she's, she has that Lucifer power. Right. So she asks, she asks him for an autograph, right? Right. And when he takes his eyes off her, the look she gives him, fucking horrifying. Was kind of creepy. Like, motherfucker. It was, it was a mix between furious ravening. Like she's like, I want to just bite into your skull, kind of thing. And then, like, as soon as he looks back, she's like, oh, like it snaps back to like, oh hi. That's weird because she has like weird. really like unique looking eyes. So it's like, yeah, one head tilt can change them shits from like sweet to murder. And I got to give her pro- do real talk. The fact that she doesn't do movies still amazes me. I think she did an excellent job this entire film. She really did. And I was like, man. She's fucking amazing. Like, I, bro, she's fucking amazing because she's hot, but I was scared of her. And I bought in so much. Like, dude, amazing job by this lady. Seriously. Uh, but the just off that look alone, I had to rewind it like three times to try to figure out like how it, like, how that change happened. So it was so subtle, but it was like fucking terrifying for me. It's just good acting. Good ass acting, bro. So they start to slow dance, Kay and Temptress. And mm. I, I was so confused. <laughs> I thought they had sex. Bro. But apparently, no, it didn't happen at all. So we have um shout out to uh Najee, who is a a nineties um uh celebrity back in the day. He was a hardcore saxophone player, apparently. I had to look this up. But he's playing some serious smooth saxophone grooves. And like they're eating grapes in the bedroom and they're grinding on each other. And then we snap back to the fucking uh, table they were sitting at. And I put in my notes. I was like, holy shit, is this glamour? Did she just glamour the fuck out of this dude? Like, I swore on everything. I, like, I thought they had sex for a whole second. And I was like, what, what the fuck just happened? Like, like, it snaps back to the bar. And I'm just like, was that all just a dream that he just... <laughs> it was all, dude, it was all a dream, dude. Either that or she, like, she, has, she has some level of glamour, dude. Yeah, just like visions of the future, hopefully. Yeah, or, or like that Sharingan Genjutsu shit. Like, she fucked him up. Whatever she did, she fucked his whole life up. But! Yeah, make his, yeah, make his whole brain, like, he's, he thought he had sex with her, and they're like, ah, oh, and he hasn't moved yet. Hasn't left the building, bro. But, Kay being a virtuous, true bro, turns down the sex capades, takes a rain check, you know, because mm-hmm. he thinks we got nothing but time. Rightfully so. <laughs> and uh, he wants to go pick up his boy. She's not happy about this. It's very clear that this lady has never been turned down, which is fair because it's 1990 and times are a lot different. So I kind of understand that. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, if Uber existed, this movie would have been a lot shorter. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so Kay meets up with the homie. You know, mm-hmm. Joel and Kay, they, uh, they hang out. And then um, we found out that Kay actually was a part of the school of ministry in the beginning, and uh, but he went on to you know go his own path and be an actor. But uh, anyway, um, I really thought this Uzi was going to be a thing. 
I thought so too. I was like, oh, here it comes, here it comes Bertha. No, Chekhov's Uzi. I put I put in my notes because he's like, oh, what's that? Oh, you like that? Oh, it's real. I keep it loaded at all times. I was like, oh man, yeah, somebody's gonna get shot with an Uzi. It's gonna be amazing. No, no, it's just no. Nobody uses an Uzi. We talked about the Uzi for no reason. It was there the whole time, and I was like, nah, I'm just not gonna do anything with it. Not once, not once. So, um, we have the conversation about you know Joel's motivation of why he's in New York, yada yada yada. And uh, yo, Kay brings up the temperatures. Like, yo, I, I, I checked this. Uh, you know, I met this hot chick. Da 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 da. But we cut to her with the gay guy now, and she's in a bad, very bad mood. That would that just it was hilarious to me because it's like because it's an intercut between Kay just like you know she's she's actually really sweet and then it cuts to her just like come on nigga yeah yeah she was treat she treated just Gady like absolute trash she was just like all right chill out fine just come on, you come on you just yeah. fucking just shut up get she's, get in the house you know, she's got like this kind of like this innocent vibe about her and then like the cut is back her just right in reverse cowgirl on the dude like with butt cheeks flapping i'm just like yeah innocent <laughs> she is aggressive so she gets behind the gay dude mm. and i think she manifested a penis yeah that makes sense but it's demon dick because he was like where did that come from he was down with it and then it it was a little too much for the cat. Right? Because if you've seen This Is The End, it can get massive. Like, massive. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a big old demon dick. I could, I could just hear Seth Rogen pitch it, too. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a big old dick. We'll cut it's it off. like a giant fucking uh, devil dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't do the laugh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she's like in his guts, literally, and he's trying to escape, and she's like, "Nope, you ain't going nowhere." And um, those uh, those veils you talked about, yeah, closing, and and she proceeds to just like, she was the female from uh, the boys. Yeah, she like just splatter. It, the veil ends up being just like tarps to cover the splatter more than anything else just it's 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 gruesome like i don't know i don't know whether she grew more arms because it looked like she had like eight arms in there just like scripping this guy apart and you just ah! Ah! yeah he died a horrible death um it was terrifying for me i was, I was actually uh i was actually disturbed because uh his dick's out man <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just not, that's not the way to die it's not the way you want to die we cut right back to the case house where we have a silly uh you know 80s or 90s uh clothes change montage but it was so bizarre because there was no music you're right that's what was missing i was like i get the montage where's the like the the going to the mall cine lopper like ripoff that that should have like underneath Right, nothing, no music. It was, it was the, no. it's really weird with no music. And um, we cut back to uh, what's her? I, I kind of laughed at her putting on her stockings magically. Cause it's power. So we cut back to the club. We're in the club a lot. Yeah. Everybody, is- shut your fucking mouths. <laughs> Deal with it. We go back to the club and we have Dougie with the best failure, in my opinion, in the entire movie. Because it happens sometimes. You meet a woman and you're like, hey, um, I know you from somewhere, right? And she goes, yeah, uh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you were in magazines. And she goes, yeah, I was. You were in Penthouse, right? I remember you. I got you on my wall. And she just has this term. It's like, no. We're like, well, no, you were in Penthouse. I, I remember you. I remember you. And I just like, at this point, I would be like, I would ask more questions and provide more answers. Oh, no. I feel like you were just like, no. He doubled You're in down. a dive, bro. He doubled down. Pull up. Pull up. Nah, he go- he goosed this shit, bro, and just went right into the mountain. It's What's yeah. funny is um, she was like clowning him. He's like, <laughs> he said, I'm on a first name basis with pussy. I was like, what? What are you doing? Like, he just screams out of control. And we get a cameo. 
from old school uh, R&B singer Freddie Jackson. I don't know how to look I this why up. this guy showed up out of nowhere for no reason other than be like, what's up, brother? And then leave. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like the way that he showed up and snatched up the chick and he looked like nobody. Facebook, this is back when, you know, you just need a talent to get get a record deal. Yeah. You don't have to look like anything. So, like, I was like, no. I noticed somebody. So, like, I was I was waiting for it. And it was like, and Freddie Jackson, that's himself. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I was like, I forgot, oh, I random yeah. guy number three is all I like, Okay. That's hilarious. I don't know who this person is, but maybe he's important to something. So, yeah. Joel and Kay arrive after that horrific crashing and burning. Right. And uh, Joel... I guess, I guess they, they didn't show this part, but, but like Joel was saying, hey, I met somebody because they've been there for a while. And he's like, oh, that's dope. That's crazy, man. Like, like I can't wait to see her. But it's fucking temptress. Right. And she plays Kay and pretends that she never met him before. Introduces herself, shakes his hand and everything. Yeah. And I kind of. Kay thinks it's a joke. Oh, yeah. bro. I love this reaction. He's, he look, he looked off camera. Like, he looked off into the set. Like, bah, Yeah. He's uh, hey, clowning me, right? This is, this is, it's prank day. It's, it's a joke day, right? Mm, right? Mm, right? <laughs> Cold-blooded. And, um, Dougie's, <laughs> Dougie's the best. I love, um, I really love the, uh, the weird machismo of the, of the 90s black man. Cause there's a lot of like this is man shit. Ain't no hugging, uh, yeah. All, all throughout the film, yeah. so Dougie rolls up. Strong like, man shit. Yeah. So Dougie rolls up. Look, man, I'm a man. I ain't no punk bitch, but I'm scared of that lady over there. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'm hard, but that bitch scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so we cut back. What's wrong with her. All right, we cut back and we get that awkward bro time. Mm. And Kay is like, "Yo, dude." Would you smash? Because you're supposed to be a minister, bro. You're supposed to be on some real shit. Like, would you actually hit that? Would you get them draws? Is what he said. No, would you jump in them draws? Them draws. 90s. Yeah. Mm. And, like, Joel is like, no. Of course not. And, and it's against everything I believe in. <laughs> Kay's really in his feelings, though, because he got his fucking, like, whole soul ripped out by this chick. It was fucked up. He, he was... He because he's still like under the magic spell of having like mystical mind fucked. Yeah. He literally was mind fucked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's facts. And it's just like with uh, grapes. Uh, like mind fucked with grapes. No. Yeah. Mind fucked with grapes. Jesus. But like I mean, but they're homies. So they, they you know, like yeah. he they talk a little smack to each other and give each other dap. And it's all good. But then uh, Temptress is, is having a, a monologue to herself at this point, right? Right. And she's uh, explaining how Joel's the last of the line of spiritual warriors, I'm assuming. I guess. Avatars. Like Highlanders or like the last, like the last blood of Christ, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but he's special. And she uh, started having bloody tears. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she rolls up to Kay's house. Like she ain't fucking around. This is serious. Right. And Kay is like, "Yo, uh, the fuck?" And she's like, "I'm here for Joel and shit." And like, when Joel walks off camera, he's like, "Bitch, what is your deal?" Like, I I appreciate Kay not fucking around. It is a strong move. And I was like, "Wow, Bold. guys, right next door, like in the next room." And they're like, "Bitch, you know my goddamn name? What the fuck?" Yeah, kept it one hundred. I really like this scene though, because um, I, I actually said whoa, because I forgot that behind K is a huge mirror. Yeah, I didn't get it until he started looking into it. And I was like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" Is it? Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes. Because he, he turns nothing, and he's like, "Wait," turns back. <laughs> it's like, "Wait the fuck?" And she is mugging him, and I'm like, "This is too early for this right now." Like. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where the movie's gonna go because, like, he doesn't stop them from leaving. No, Joel still leaves, and Joel is so smitten he doesn't notice that she's not even there in the mirror. That is like an entire wall. Crazy, because yeah, 
Because he's got that virgin like brain set. He, his mind's not there anymore. He, <sighs> yeah. Pussy's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it really is. It really and truly is, dude. So uh we cut back to the club yet again. One more time. Man, we're never gonna leave the club, guys. Ever. It's called it's called a budget, guys. We have the budget for three things. Her house, his house, the club. Yep. And so, maybe some outside shots. Maybe. But no walking. I'll give him that much. That's right. No walking about <laughs> LA, New York, Chicago, wherever the fuck they are. New York. All, yeah, that's all there. All all jump cuts. I laugh so hard at this line from Dougie. Mm. You got a nuclear butt. It's explosive. <laughs> ah. Woo! Nuclear butt. Mm-mm-mm. K runs to uh, Dougie to tell him what the fuck is happening, right? And I like yeah. how uh, <laughs> Dougie's not buying it. And K with the immediate fuck you. I appreciate that shit. But we have a, a, a nice little twist. Yeah, I did not see this coming. This was like really out of left field. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Pleasant surprise. <laughs> Pleasant surprise. Guys, it turns out your boy Dougie has been crashing and burning on purpose. It's a game. He's purposely yeah. looking like a whack piece of shit so the temperatures would never bother him. And he can keep staking her out and try to figure out what the fuck is going on. Now, granted, he's doing a terrible job because so many lives have already been lost. <laughs> He could have. He could have intervened at any time. I don't like exactly. It's like if you're if you're really the molder of this group, <laughs> you could have just like <laughs> you could have put some more guys on this. Because he's like after a, he, like the bartender and then Norman and then like three more people just seem to be vanishing. Right. Because he's supposed to be like the uh, like he's a cop, but he's like in the paranormal division, which doesn't exist. But he's but he's in charge of it. It would have made like I thought he was X Files. Like he's literally uh, like, pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much what he is. But like on, on a cop level, I guess not fed. And um, he he shows K the whole operation. Like he takes him back to his little uh, office area. He has like pictures and all kinds of shit, files, everything. Yeah. And he's been tracking her, but once once again, why did you let so many people die so far? Cause he's not good at his job. No, he's not. <laughs> then he sees a little young ass boy talking to her, and he's just nothing, no intervening. Just like, well, I guess he's gonna die too. <laughs> so Joel and Timsters are out on a date in broad daylight. That's all. Like, wait a minute, she's not a vampire. It's thrown off, and uh, she fucks up and men- like mentions that he's a minister without him, you know, saying it. And she plays it off. He doesn't care. He's too busy trying to smash. Yep. And um, we cut to um. K and Dougie because we, we get an extra location fourth location guys Madam, we're out of the bar <laughs> Madam Sonia's uh, whatever the fuck it was probably the back of the bar it's probably the back of the house but Madam Sonia I think she, she's like a singer from the 90s I don't I don't know her name but um, she's the real deal she's not a fake uh, medium medium right she's not a John Edward she's a real actual with powers and shit yeah so like when they're talking to Madam Sonia, they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, we got some real shit going on," and they talk about it, and she makes this face like, "Oh fuck, I gotta, I gotta look into this," and uh, we get another expedition dump from her. That's all she's there for, where we figure out who the fuck the temptress actually is. Oh okay, nah, then this is where like not a vampire. It's like what she's in the like, this is why. Yeah, she's a monster. She's a demon. But she's a temptation herself. My God. Yeah. And like she well, was the snake. Right. And 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 as uh that'd have been dope if she said that. But as uh you know, Lady Sonya's giving that exposition, like she's like kind of tapping into Temptress head during the date and it's causing some uh causing some ruckus. So uh Temptation gets a little upset and she walks off to the side and mm-hmm. uh Oh fuck, I forgot. But there's this funny scene where like uh they're talking about how to like beat her, mm-hmm. and like Dougie was like, "We just just drench this bitch in holy water, cut out her heart, and, and crush it." <laughs> While it's still beating, and I was God like, "Okay, like, uh, wasn't that the ending to it too?" Yeah, something like that. It was something like something pretty crazy close. that you had to do. Huh? Yeah. Very thorough, but no. Uh, but 
Temptress mind attacks Sonya and then like talks shit to uh, Kay and um, what's his face through Sonya and it's like shit it's getting pretty gangster here yeah you niggas better <laughs> So she bounces and leaves Joel, right? And like uh when she kiss oh, she kisses him before she leaves to like seal the deal. Right? You can mm-hmm. visibly see the boner like taking hold. Yeah. Joel is just like he's, oh, he's lost all control of his actual brain party of his brain parts. He's shuffling in his seat right now. He's wiping his hands on his thighs, trying to keep his hands from sweating. Like, it's real. Like, he's like, oh, f- oh, God. It's a righteous boner, to say the least. So, back in North Krakalaka, Grandma got a bad feeling. Oh, my boy, Joel. Oh, Jesus. Oh, she's having nightmares of Joel in the club, full of just bullshit. Oh, yeah. This, no, it's a weird dream because, like, she, she has a dream. About everyone who got fucked up and killed, and Joel is like seeing all this. It should have been Joel's dream, but it was the grandma's dream. Yeah. So we see everybody that died. The bartender, which is so gross. It was a gross. Uh, yeah, that one made me visibly ill. I was yeah. like, oh, God. Oh. He vomits up the drink for Joel. I was like, Whew. Then we see our boy, uh, Norman. We learn his fate that he got shot in the eye. Uh, and there's, you know, a bunch of, you know, the gay dude, a bunch of dudes just falling apart, all zombie eating, uh, ghouled out. She's like a, she has to be like a revenant or something more, some kind of like offshoot of a vampire. I guess so. Like, okay. So in my mind, it was more of, okay, no, I wrote it down because there's the negative nature. Uh, she is the negative nature of mankind. And like, there's, there's an Indian demon folklore called the Rakosh. That's literally that. That literally is the opposite of what a human is. If a human is light and flesh and, you know, and happiness, then the Rakosh is like dark and unflesh, black flesh and hatred and evil, all that. And it's like, and but it doesn't have shape-shifting abilities like that. So it's a succubus, basically. And it like it, yeah, it yeah, devours yeah. There it is. There it is. humans. There it is. He's a succubus. You're right. She's a succubus. There it is. Yeah. That, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, also, was that just secondhand knowledge you just had from Jump Street? So one of my favorite authors has a whole book about Rakosh and like how they it, the guy had to fight him. And apparently there's only two ways to kill him is fire and iron. And it's actually... It, it's like if a shark... You remember street sharks? This is how I envisioned them. They're like street sharks, except Yikes. black with yellow eyes. Ugh. Oh, God. That's kind of terrifying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I like how uh, K, K rolls up. He tries to keep it 100 with Joel. I'm like, yo, that's a demon. Shit's crazy. You need to, like, snap out of it. Joel kind of clowns him, and he's not buying it. And he uh, he, he kind of does our job. Like, he, 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 he almost breaks the fourth wall the way he talks about him. You have to listen to me. The bitch is a demon. <laughs> it's just not working. It's not working. And I like how when Joel's running his mouth, Kay pulls out a fucking Rambo knife damn near <laughs> while Joel's monologuing, ignoring Joel. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I gotta go. Me and Dougie are gonna go kill this bitch. <laughs> but he makes a call to the grandma, uh, Kay. And it's inaudible. And right then and there, I realize, oh, man, Kay's gonna die. And I was like, damn it. Didn't want it to happen, but I, I could feel it. He has to. Like it like it has to be it has to be Joel's choice and it has to have something that pushes him towards that choice. And it's like, okay, so he right. has to die. So they're gonna go uh ambush the temptress, right? She's at the club and one of the bar- like the other bartender, the second bartender that uh you know replaced the first one, uh he gets hemmed up and they're like, give this bitch this holy water. And walk away. Spike it in a drink. So he does it. He complies. And he walks away. And like, I love, it's a funny scene to me. Because they cut to uh, uh, Dougie and Kay outside the door. And Kay is like, so what's going to happen? Uh, There's going to be a lot of screaming, burping, and farting. <laughs> like, she's not going to be okay. And they cut back to uh, the temptress who took the drink. She's indeed. I, I was praying there was gonna be a fart sound. I was praying to God. Yeah, like just one, just one little just fart one, sound. Quink, 
<laughs> but, but no, she's just gagging and like falling to the ground and shit. So they bust in the door to like, I mean, this is a solid plan. Yeah. Because the plan is like, while she's like, you know, dying all, choking on holy water, they come in and just stab the fuck out of her and do the heart thing that he was talking about. Almost does it. Dougie gets on top of her. He's about to plunge the knife in her chest, but she fucking psychs them out. And does a telekinetic knife reversal. And I thought Dougie was dead right here and there. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, no, he's going to get his dick bit off. But luckily, Kay was actually, you know, instead of standing there like a dumbass, jumps in to help. But they bug the fuck out because she gets up. She's like, you, you motherfuckers done fucked up. And they're like, oh shit. So they try to bug out. And I love how when they argued about uh, which way to go. And it's just like, well, fuck you then. They're like, all right, well, good luck. <laughs> they split up. You go that way, I'll go this way. And then if we see each other in hell, we'll know we fucked up. <laughs> Pretty much. And Dougie immediately fucks up. Because he sees the bartender peeling out. And he hops in the car with him. Turns out the bartender was in on it the whole time. Bum, bum, bum. And inside the, the car was basically the bride of Pumpkinhead, it looked like. And uh, yeah, it's her beast form, and she uh, destroys him, kills him, and we never see him again. You motherfuckers are gonna fight the beast now. Pretty much. So yeah, right row. It's getting pretty bad now, and um, we immediately cut to Joel's stupid ass going to the Temptress house. <sighs> Dummy. <sighs> So while this is happening, like they're making out, you know what I mean? Right. And we cut back to Kay, who it's a cool death. Is it though? Because I feel like it's the wackest of deaths. No, I mean the effects. Like the effect is cool, but like the, it's, the setup just seems dumb. Setup is dumb as fuck. I, I I feel like they had they had the uh you know the Nightmare on Elm Street uh fabric and shit, and they're like we gotta do something. So yeah. The Uzi is there in the house, not used. I was so sad. And like, Kay sees himself on TV. And Kay is telling him to come here. And he stupidly comes over there. And then we get like a video drone, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, like just TV destruction. Like, TV eats his ass. Yep. And I was praying to God that he wasn't dead. But I got my confirmation that he was dead because the TV regurgitated all his guts. It's, I think that was the only reason it did that. So, like, you know for sure he's not coming back. Right. And I was mad. I was mad. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little pissed off. I was, I was, I was a little pissed off. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Temptress straight up pulls the Cardi B, a.k.a. Uh, Bill Cosby, and roofies the fuck out of Joel. Yeah. And then Joel has, like, a crazy-ass dream of his dad just rolling up on him mad as fuck. And uh, as all this is happening, it's basically just a weird, weird ass illusion because uh, uh, Tim is about to eat this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then grandma, somehow, some way, grandma ex machina busts in that bitch to save the day and she gets her ass whipped. Joel tries to like help. He gets his fucking hand like his wrist got snapped like off damn near. Oh. It was brutal. Like He should have bled out. You're fighting Satan. Fair. But she fucks him up in the exchange. And like, you know, I feel like they stretched this out. This yeah, whole this, sequence. This could have been done. I was a little annoyed. Because like, all right, his wrist is fucked up. I get it. But your grandma's getting choked the fuck out to the point where her throat's being like slowly ripped out. Slowly, slowly ripped out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's all hulking out. He crawls 17 days across <laughs> this bed to get the cross. It's so long. It took forever, dude. And there's like wind blowing and shit, but it's not really blowing. It's like one fan. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, can you Smoke get your machine coming from somewhere. And I was like, what the fuck? Anybody else would have did the whole, you know, jump on the bed, bounce off it, roll to the other side. Not this dude. Just crawling. God, he wanted to make that hour and 30 mark so bad. Jesus. So she reveals her final form, right? Right. Well, no, no, it's semi-final. That's her mid- midway form. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's her alien it look, form. It is, it's bad. Honestly, uh, poo-poo job on the teeth and eyes, guys. That was, that was bad. Yeah. If anything was trauma, it was that. 
I would have been okay with like more vampire-ish type of things. Like, make her look like Selma Hayek from Death Till Dawn. Yeah, just give her fangs. Give her fangs and yellow eye contacts. Like, and maybe stretch out her face a bit more. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, she's such a good actress, dude. She ha- she had it. I bet, yeah. I bet she could have done with just those two. If you gave her fangs and like yellow eyes, I'd have been like, I've been piss- pissing myself. I'd have been scared. Right. Like, you know, feathered her hair up a little bit. Yep. She'd have been fine. Less is more. Less is more. Uh oh, should I put in my uh <laughs> I put in my notes like God damn, he's taking forever. So I put in my notes also that uh Joel gently rebukes the demon with the cross. No yelling, just I, I want you to go away. I rebuke you. Yeah. Get she's, out of here. Go away. She's like, fuck <laughs> she just starts dying horrifically. Stop it. <laughs> Her fucking head explodes. Like she turns into a final form and her her, her head explodes. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn. So after this. You know, you think some the kid from Samuel like Samuel L. Jackson's kid would be screaming scripture bruh, at her or something. Thank you. Something. <laughs> something. I was expecting like the power of Christ compares you. Right. The power of Christ. Like, if he would have threw that like a ninja star and her head exploded, I'd have been like, yes. Or like, I thought that's what's gonna happen. Like he's gonna grab the cross and like, or the Bible and just beat her to death with it. Like, because he says <laughs> the words are your weapon, and I was like, beat her with the Bible. Yeah, like punch it. it. Like, yeah, like John Wick, boom. or like John uh, Wick. Yeah, or, or, uh, John Wick right in her throat. Or, or Jason <laughs> Bourne. Yeah, J- J- Jason Bourne that shit. But no, uh, he rebukes her. She explodes, and um, that's it. But then, ironically enough, we get the ending to. Vampire in Brooklyn. Which happened like a couple years later, right? Yeah. Like 97. Yeah. It's, it's literally the ending of the, the Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, and Kadeem Hardison. It? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. When when uh, Eddie Murphy died, Kadeem was no longer a ghoul. He became the vampire. So yeah. what happens, was so funny, Kadeem Hardison is the uh, is the cabbie for some reason for who, the, whoever this mystery guy is in his limo. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's your boy Dougie, who's full of uh, demon now, because he just took a different form of Dougie. So temptation is still out there now, murdering bitches left and right. Yep. So, uh, but you know, we have like a weird slow motion running hero uh, narration from Joel that you know it ain't <sighs> over. Yeah, it ain't like, over. He's still here. Okay. I don't know. You do your Batman and Robin run into the. Spotlight or whatever, just ugh. yeah. The ending kind of yeah. <laughs> everything was pretty good up until the end. It was like, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. But uh, that's our movie, guys. Oh, also, real, real funny bit of trivia: uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, um, and this movie came out around the same time. I forgot what country it was. It was overseas, somewhere overseas, Sweden. Yes, and yeah. they basically said that uh, Vampire in Brooklyn is the sequel to death by temptation or the other way around either way they connected these two movies when they when they had no business doing it yeah right we're good at black people and vampires same movie guys same movie. done same movie so uh yeah that's a uh, death by temptation man i mean real talk considering that this is a uh produced written directed by a clearly young as fuck black kid mm-hmm. very impressed i've seen worse absolutely I mean it was there was a story it was cohesive like you got to see a bunch of kills it was repetitive yeah but pretty fucking good shit for a 1990s movie that's surely I really want to see a remake of this now like just oh yeah like just little tweaks here and there maybe not a lot something man it could it could definitely definitely more of like a bit like actiony kind of ending where like we're gonna get the whole Exorcist rebuke, maybe. Right. Yeah, I'll be with it. I, I, or if like, like if the I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking like the Bible turns into a sword made of words. Oh God! And like stabs. <laughs> Boo! The cross just th- throw the cross. How could it have been any worse than this? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds. That just, in my head, it just looks lame. But uh, and, and you could you imagine them trying to make that effect? Yeah. That's yeah, a, just, no. Yeah. Yeah. It'd look awful look awful but um yeah that, that that's the goddamn movie man let's um it's tally time shall we let's figure out how many people were horribly murdered and destroyed 
Let's get into our body counts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That body count. Uh-huh. That body count. I counted seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was a uh, pretty, yeah, pretty violent. I'm really mad. Dougie and Kay died. Yeah. Mad. I wish if they did die that Joel would be present. I was like, yeah, or yeah, the fact that Joel was nowhere near their deaths, like, like that. Because Joel should see K die, right? Yeah, like yeah. Joel, Joel, Joel should have saw K die, and that should have that should have been the turn. Like, oh right. shit, she's fucking evil. <laughs> Instead of him slowly crawling to the cross, yeah, for, for a grandma, week, no, a fortnight, right, <laughs> for a whole fortnight, it should it should have been that. That'd have been cool. Mm. But here we are. So, um. Let's find out how many people got butt-ass naked. Let's talk about our favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a full naked male and the sweet, sweet butt cheeks of one temptress. She had a nice butt on it, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. It was worth noting down. I wrote it down. It's like mm-hmm. that is something to comment on. Because we got a we got a side profile of her, and I was like, damn, that's a fat ass in the nineties. Because mm. usually we got them flat backs, but she had a she had a two thousand twelve rump, and I was like, good for you. Yep. Good for you. Everyone else's rump is in the 90s. She's in the 20s. She's a 2019 rump. That's why she killed everybody, bro. That's why she's destroying dudes left and right. They don't know what to do with themselves. It's what is this? Oh, I've never seen so much raw power. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, guys. Let's find out uh, who our favorite character was in this entire movie. It's pretty obvious. But let's talk about our Joe Grizzly Award recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Random Randy Savage, who's your Joe Grizzly? Mine's going to be Agent Dougie from the X-Files. Yeah, Dougie all day. You know what? Uh, for the sake of diversity, uh, I, I co-sign on Dougie for sure, but I got to give it to Temptress. But I was like, oh, this whole story could have been so, like, you could have moved this somewhere else where it was like, Again, we're going to have the same. I just want a black person solving mysteries TV show. How hard is that? Give me give me a black version of Supernatural. So, uh, yeah, it's Final Verdict time. <laughs> knee pads and slippers. What that means, if we truly enjoy this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads when we fall to the worship position, given the movie is just due, or if we think this movie is a hot piping bowl of ass, we'll give it two hater slippers. Or we slide it on and watch... You know what? <laughs> we slide on two hater slippers that belong to somebody's uh, husband. And uh, we go where no man's gone before and help no one. Renner Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers. So let's see. Yeah, it's still going to be a knee pad. I was giving it like, I wanted to give it two, but I wanted to see how I got through the episode first. But it's mm-hmm. still pretty mm-hmm. good. And it, like, it's pretty good. And I, I'm I'm still giving it props. I'm like I was entertained. I liked it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm. Again, it's a like all these stories are really good. I just feel like the budget's the only thing holding these guys back, and it's like eh. not sticking the landing too. The, yeah, not the and the ending kind of like because uh, Samson the Hood meh. stuck the landing. Uh, what do we do? Think of like Black Blackula hmm? Blackula for the most part stuck the landing. Yeah, Blackula, like yeah, I get that. I was still more hoping for a fiery death instead of eyes just like ew, maggots. And, but yeah, whatever, it's fine. Still, he Donkey Kong the dude, bro. Yeah, made it all. Yeah. I mean that that was the the knee pad came out for that. I was like, oh fuck. Like if Samuel <laughs> L. Jackson was the guy and like what's his face from Tales from the Hood was the father. Oh, well, that's just dope. <laughs> that would have been like, oh. No, like, but seriously, though, like any other. It's not like even an that. Actor, actor, yeah. 
even even with a different lead will up it but like the 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 ending the ending and the demise of like k i I wasn't i wasn't a fan of it like i understand you have a tv that you you can go in and have a face come out of i get it so you want to try to use it but it could have been done better that's fair yeah like like Instead of having I thought gra- the Ronald Reagan doll was gonna come out and stab him or something. Yeah, that was just weird too. That was unnecessary. But like uh the grandma ex machina I felt like was just unnecessary. Like having grandma still involved wasn't necessary. Yeah. Like having her choked out, it should have been, you know, Kay getting choked out. Yeah. Makes more sense. And like he got killed by the TV. You know what I mean? Like it was the TV that killed him. That was just what? Message. <laughs> TV I guess. Kills. But like, but when you think about it, like, th- there's never been that style of murder the entire movie. It's been her doing it with her own hands. That's true. There's no Nightmare on Elm Street type of shit that just happens. Yeah, it's just out of place. But um, one event, regardless. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it, if they would have stuck this landing just a little bit harder, instead of like having him crawl for 20 years... I would have gave this a two, a two knee pads, but it's, it's close. It was close. It was super close. It could have been the mashup, like him saying the scripture with Samuel L. Jackson saying it behind him, and then like fucking like the power of Christ got power. You like, just stole that from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I actually haven't watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, so yes. Oh well, still. Uh, there, there was a father-son Kamehameha. The ghost of uh, Goku was behind Gohan. That would have been amazing. A fucking religious Kamehameha. I mean, now that you say it, yeah, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm with it now. <laughs> and I, that I, cross just comes out like in a fiery, like, with <laughs> Jesus. Jesus is on it, screaming at her, like, bring it on! Jesus gets up off his throne, like, guess I gotta take out <laughs> yeah, a bitch. Stop with the throne, dude. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right, she's out. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. <laughs> I can't think of a Christ on his throne. No, Christ on his throne. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, next week is going to be a surprise. I opened up the uh, the floodgates, letting uh, all our Patreon listeners uh, throw out a horror movie for us to do instead of us. Um, you know, breaking them, breaking up the chain and not doing a scary movie for October. So, uh, wish us luck. There's a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of terrible stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that is just really hard subject matter to cover. Mm. Mm -mm. So we will see, but you guys have a good one. We'll catch you guys on flip flop. Peace. Oh, wait. And shout out to all the, you know, shout out to the, uh, Geek World All Stars, Castaways, Houston, uh, H Town Pods. Uh, Randy, you got anybody you want to shout out? Shout out to White Cup. Thanks oh, for God, the thingamajigger. Yeah. Right. We, we, we would have done it by now. So, yeah, thanks to White Cup. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, Friday Night Fan Fest, man. Like, I'm sure it's, it's going to be off the chain. I'm probably going to be in horrible shape editing this uh, episode. So, we'll see. But we'll catch you guys on the flip.